Welcome back, everybody, to the final episode of our three-part series where we're talking about different things that happened in 2019 and I'll also talk about different things that the Coffee Oasis is doing now in 2020. In each episode, we've discussed one area of the Coffee Oasis and have been joined by two guests. In today's episode, I get to sit down and chat with the director of business, Giselle Podoroski, and Michelle Sherwin, who's the manager of our Naval Avenue Cafe in Bremerton. We are taking a look into the coffee side of the coffee oasis and the impact that people make when they buy coffee and what sets us apart from other businesses. I want to invite you to be a part of our conversation and walk with us as we explore the past, present, and future. The Coffee Oasis presents Street Lives, a podcast created to give you a personal glimpse into life on the streets and updates about the Coffee Oasis. The Coffee Oasis is a faith-based nonprofit in Washington State that exists to change the world for homeless youth and one community after another through evidence-based programs supported by sustainable coffee businesses. With over 40,000 students experiencing homelessness in the state of Washington each year, there's a problem. And the problem is that there's so many people that are aged between 13 and 25 who are homeless. And our aim with this podcast is to address that problem head on and share with you the solution that we have come up with, loving those students. Now you may be asking, what does that look like? And for us, that looks like a series of youth programs that we've developed on this podcast. We are going to tell you the stories and information about the people that we interact with because we believe that it is our job to change the world for homeless youth. Street Lives is their story and the stories of those who love them. My name is Cody Clark, and let's walk through this together. Hey everybody, welcome back to Street Lives podcast presented by The Coffee Oasis. Today I have two wonderful people sitting with me and I'm going to have them introduce themselves. Um, so can you give us your name, the position at The Coffee Oasis, how long you've been with The Coffee Oasis, and a fun fact. Go. Okay, hi. Uh, my name is Giselle Podorodsky. I'm the Director of Business Operations at The Coffee Oasis. Um, I've been with The Coffee Oasis for four years now, and uh, a fun fact about me is I was born and raised in Lebanon, the country. I lived there until I was eight and uh, came to the U.S. when I was nine um, because my dad was in the U.S. Army, so I was born a foreign-born U.S. citizen. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Um, I'm Michelle. I'm the manager of the Naval Coffee Oasis in Bremerton, and I've been with the Coffee Oasis for about three years. Um, and a fun fact about me is I love music, and I am a musician. Um, I play guitar and ukulele mostly, and I love to sing as well. Um, and also a fun fact <laughs> is that my dad is a music teacher at Mullinex Ridge Elementary and is also Cody's 
or was Cody's music teacher. You just had to bring that up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we're going to go ahead and just get into this interview. Um, What is so special about the Coffee Oasis Coffee and our cafes? Um, Yeah, why, why, why is this so special? Um, well, our coffee is direct trade. It is locally roasted here in Bremerton at our Burwell Cafe. Um, and if you don't know what direct trade is, uh, direct trade um, is basically a more personal relationship with our coffee farmers um, in other countries. Um, it also basically translates into fair wages um, and the opportunity for farmers to pursue their own community development um, because it kind of eliminates the third party that can get in between that sometimes. Um, And and to add on that, I've also heard that we have like personal relationships, meaning like we've had staff go to these farms. Is that correct too? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Have either of you gotten that opportunity? Uh, No, not yet. But the hope is that within the next couple of years, we get to pursue something like this. Obviously, because of current climate and everything that is going on with this global pandemic, it is uh, a little sad that we won't be able to pursue something like that this year, but we are very hopeful that um, we'll be able to get our staff back on those farms soon enough. And I, I absolutely love that, you know, that one of the things that the Coffee Oasis really prides itself on is the real coffee, real hope. Um, and so here we are talking about coffee in the cafes. Um, and we're talking about how we can help make a difference by having direct trade coffee. Let's talk about youth. You know, we've, all, you know, we've already heard about youth programs that the Coffee Oasis offers um, and making an impact for changing the world for homeless youth. Let's talk about the business side. How, how does the business relate to um, making that impact for homeless and at-risk youth? Uh, that's a good question. Um, obviously, we're the Coffee Oasis, and if we didn't have our cafes, we wouldn't be called the Coffee Oasis. So, um, really, our cafes are often the like very first point of contact for people who don't know about our organization or our mission. And uh, there are two main ways that the businesses play a role in caring for our youth. Um, The first one is uh, our job internships. So um, youth can participate in a job internship within our cafe and they get to learn all about our coffee, they get to learn how to be baristas, how to like work with food, Um, but also they get to gain confidence and uh, continue to work towards like finding permanent employment and that sometimes happens within our cafes as well. Um, And then the second part of uh, how we provide for our youth programs is um, the way that we roast our coffee and sell our coffee. Uh, Every single purchase that a customer makes either online or in our cafes, um, 100% of the profits and 100% of our tips and donations go to support our youth programs. So when you get a latte or a bag of coffee, you're not only um, getting like super great freshly made coffee, but it's making a difference in each and every single one of our youth's lives. And and staff know that coming into this. And, mm-hmm. and it's one of those things too that I think, in my opinion, makes our baristas 
that more passionate about what we do, right? Like, would you would you agree with that? Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's absolutely amazing to um, have people come in for interviews that already know everything about Coffee Oasis. Some of them have grown up in Kitsap County their entire lives and have seen Coffee Oasis uh, be part of their communities. And so they're excited about coming in and being that like first point of contact or being, um, you know, a barista that gets to make someone's day. Uh, so it is such a cool opportunity for us, um, like for me as a director and for Michelle as a manager to get to work alongside other individuals who care and are passionate about Coffee Oasis and its mission. Yeah, that's, it, it's amazing to see the level of care that our baristas and our, our the people that work in our kitchens and, and people that just work in our cafes in general, how much care they put into the work that they do, but even more so how excited and passionate they are about interacting with those youth. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, so right now, because of COVID and just everything going on, um, how can people support the coffee shops and businesses right now in this minute? Um, well, I would say one of the number one things would be just going to our cafes, for sure. Um, still visiting us. We are still here. <laughs> um, one of the wonderful things about um, the Naval Cafe is we have a drive through um, our lobby isn't open right now, but people can still come through um, the drive-through and get their coffee, which has been great, and it's been really awesome to see customers continue to support us. Um, also, you can do a coffee subscription. Um, you can uh, just simply donate, um, and uh, people have been getting gift cards as well. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of different kinds of ways to support the cafes right now. Yeah, definitely. Also, um, you know, on our website, we have an online store and the online store, you can buy retail coffee off of the store, but the coffee subscriptions that Michelle um, just talked about, I mean, who does not want coffee delivered right to your door <laughs> bi-weekly or weekly or monthly? Uh, so it's really convenient, but every single one of those coffee subscriptions, you're actively supporting our mission. Um, and that's changing the world for homeless youth. So uh, yeah, we're just, we're really encouraged by our customers and how they continue to support us even during these really turbulent times. Um, so all of that support definitely does not, uh, does not fall short of um, us being like so appreciative of all of that for our youth and our youth um, continue to thrive because of all of that support. So can you give me um, just an update on, on some things that might've happened in 2019 that um, might've been big or exciting things for the Coffee Oasis on the business or coffee side and coffee side? Uh, well, the, probably the biggest thing that happened in 2019 was uh, we opened our Kingston location. Uh, <laughs> it has been so many years in the making and the community has been so supportive of us and so it's really like wonderful to have that cafe open. Uh, even during this pandemic we closed it for a couple of weeks but made the decision to reopen um, so our staff is there and they are so ready to see their regular customers and 
interact with people again. And so now that we're in phase two, we also have a small part of our lobby open. Um, so yeah, if, if you are in Kingston, if you live in Kingston, make sure that uh, you come and stop by and say hello to us as we uh, try to continue to build that rapport and that clientele. Um, but yeah, and then there is uh, the second biggest thing that happened in 2019 was we relaunched our baking program. So we have a full-time baker. Uh, she is absolutely amazing, and <laughs> we have been experimenting with some new pastries that are going to be coming out in 2020. So uh, <laughs> we're taking our Coffee Oasis pastries to the next level this year. Personal favorite, though, is the jalapeno cheddar biscuit. Oh, so good. That thing is fantastic. If you have not had it, and if you haven't had a breakfast sandwich with it, do it. So good. Wonderful. I'm done with my <laughs> Yes. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> also, one more thing to add is <laughs> Giselle got a very special award last year. I think she might want to say something about that. Yeah, Boss Lady, what was that award? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, um, thanks for calling me out. But uh, it was a the uh, Leadership Kitsaps 20 Under 40 Award. Um, I'm definitely very honored to have been a recipient uh, because there were so many wonderful people that I got to stand beside that have definitely made a huge impact on this community. So um, I'm very, I'm very grateful to Coffee Oasis and to anyone that <laughs> even uh, put in a, a reference for me. Um, and definitely to our executive director right now, Daniel Frederick, who was the one that um, submitted uh, the recommendation for that award. So yeah uh <laughs> i'm not really good at talking about awards and well myself observed. obviously <laughs> well and i think i think the staff that we have that work in the cafes who are so passionate i think that passion trickles down from you specifically so that's really mm -hmm. cool um that you got that acknowledgement and it acknowledges too the work that coffee is doing and how it relates to our coffee and our businesses so congratulations for that because it's it's huge it's amazing and you deserve it Hundred percent. So now that we're we're talking about uh, you know experiences and stuff like that and, and the new stuff that's gone on, I want to ask you guys like, do you have any stories you know about customers, staff, youth? I know you know with everything going on right now, it's so amazing to see the support of people coming in and getting food and coffee consistently or driving through the drive-through consistently, and we have we have. The, the pleasure of getting to work with youth and internships and Giselle, you've been here for a while and you've gotten to work with staff and BA staff in all sorts of different positions. Um, I would just love to hear some, I'm a story person. I love hearing people's stories. Um, I would love to hear a story or two kind of just about your experiences, both of you. Um, well, I have one um, kind of goes with, why I think Giselle got this award in the first place. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I started at Coffee Oasis um, about four years ago, but I took a break in between. Um, and Giselle actually got me to come back to Coffee Oasis. <laughs> um, and uh, I think one of 
the reasons, um, well, one reason is I, I, I truly feel like, uh, God called me to the Coffee Oasis, um, to be a part of the organization. Um, it's the first time I felt very passionate about, um, my job and what I'm doing. And, um, I always kind of lacked the confidence it took to do any kind of leadership role. Um, and after I took a break from Coffee Oasis to do a different job for a little bit, Giselle got me to come back <laughs> by convincing me that I could be an assistant manager. <laughs> and I said no. <laughs> and um, very aggressively said no for about two weeks before I eventually gave in. And um, started at Naval and um, eventually became manager. <laughs> and... Um, it's been a huge growing experience. Um, I've learned a lot of things from just being in a role like that. Um, it's also been humbling to be in a role like that. Um, it's also, I've gotten to work with staff who are just coming into the Coffee Oasis for the first time and I get to share my passion with them um, and what it means to work at the Coffee Oasis. And I also finally got to work with youth. Um, in the job internship side and I've we've had a couple youth come through Naval Avenue um, for internships um, and it was just a very unique experience for me after already being at the Coffee Oasis for a while it was the first time I really got to interact with the youth side of things besides just the barista part of things um, and it was just really cool to see how much those job internships um, meant to the youth um, just the most simple things of just like having uh, my staff like be nice to them and teach them how to make coffee and interact with customers and like a lot of the times um, this is a youth's first job um, and we're giving them tools that they've never had before to go out and um, find a job when they're done and feel supported um, and it's just been cool to see how that's impacted the youth, but also impacted my staff um, to see how excited they get when we have a youth come on board and see the impact that they are capable of making just by being friendly co-workers. And um, it's just, uh, it's been quite the experience and I just really enjoy being a part of it. And I, I love it because um, the episode that is coming up before this one actually has uh, Carrie on it, who is the manager of our uh, job internship program. And so if you haven't listened to that episode, please go back um, and, and listen to that because you get to hear um, all of the awesome things that our, our interns do, but even more so you get to hear about the staff who care about them and, and help um, help them get their inter internship and help train them to uh, go into an internship. And so it, it's really excited, really exciting and um, a really unique thing that the Coffee Oasis gets a chance to, to do. Um, so thank you for sharing that, Michelle. That's, that's amazing. Giselle. Uh, okay, so uh, like you said, I've been here for a little while. I've kind of um, done most everything or had my hand in most everything that happens on the business side at some point. And <laughs> I have to say that... Uh, one of the things that I always am so, like, not surprised by, but very, almost, like, very grateful for is the fact that 
Every single one of our managers currently at each location, all five of our locations, has risen through the company from an <laughs> entry-level position to management. Mm. And seeing their passion and their drive continue to grow, not just for the business side or for coffee, but also for our youth and our programs, um, it is... Like it motivates me and it <laughs> definitely inspires me to continue to um, work on like my leadership and my relationships. Uh, I'm a firm believer in like the domino effect. So if my leadership is pouring into me and I'm pouring into my managers and the managers are pouring into their staff, then if their staff is happy and healthy, then our customers feel that, our youth feel that. And uh, it is my favorite part of coming in to work every day is getting to interact with all of the wonderful people here. Um, but it, it, like I love the fact that all of our managers have that history and they have that desire to want to impact uh, lives of our youth. So um, yeah, I mean, there's so many like specific stories that I could pick out of all of that, but uh, my favorite so far has been the, um, we did a very specific internship a few years ago that isn't a youth internship. It was more of a fellowship. So we had a house where we had <laughs> three wonderful ladies um, come in to do a fellowship with Coffee Oasis where they spent time uh, learning about like things on the business side, on our youth side, graphic design, um, and also they took part in uh, the Refuge Church. But in my case specifically, uh, I was assigned a intern. Her name was Rachel. And Rachel is actually now our Burwell Cafe manager. So, Shout out to Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Rachel uh, and I have been working together for almost four years. She came on board a few months after I started working at Coffee Oasis. And I have had the incredible opportunity to watch her grow and watch uh, God work throughout her life um, to bring her to where she is now. I mean, like she has always been really passionate about coffee, really passionate about wanting to continue to better herself. And now like she gets to translate that into this amazing, like very talented barista, but also her leadership abilities are incredible. So I just, I, I don't take that lightly that I got, got to be part of her growth here. Um, but all of our, all of our staff are just absolutely amazing. And, uh, <laughs> most people are going to listen to this and think that I am just, um, <laughs> making this stuff up, but I'm telling you right now, there is no other organization or company that I have ever worked for where the staff care for each other like they do here. Uh, we, and it's, and it's true and it's honest and it's genuine. We care for each other just like we care for our youth, just like we care for our customers and we treat each other with respect and with love. And so um, this organization will always hold a very special place in my heart because of those things. Love it. I love 
hearing stories about staff and and and, and hearing kind of how they came to Coffee Oasis and, and and even more so hearing about why they're passionate about what they do. And we've talked about people's passion. We've talked about staff's passion. We've talked about um, how really on every end from business to the directors to um, our office staff, I mean, everyone is passionate about our mission and what we do. And I, I really would love to dig into that. Um, and, and kind of just hear about what led you guys to work here um, and what continues to drive your passion for the Coffee Oasis. Hmm. Um, okay, this is my favorite question to answer. Uh, <laughs> and I could probably talk about this for like two to four hours if you gave me the opportunity to, but uh, we definitely don't have time for that. And I don't want to put any of these listeners <laughs> through that. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, a backstory for me. I am a University of Washington alumni. I was actually hired by Microsoft right after I graduated. Um, and I stayed with Microsoft uh, until the Navy decided that my husband and I needed to move to Kitsap County. So, um, but throughout all of that, I was actually diagnosed with cancer and 2013 and that is something that actually Michelle and I have in common is a cancer diagnosis so in 2013 um, I was diagnosed and then went into remission in 2016 um, I was <laughs> I was very fortunate that Microsoft allowed me to continue working part-time throughout all of that but when I went into remission when we moved in when we moved to Kitsap uh, I decided that it was time to um, move on from Microsoft and try to pursue something else, but I wasn't necessarily sure what the uh, something else was going to be. Um, but after spending a few months here, I lived right up the street from a Coffee Oasis location, and I would frequent Coffee Oasis probably like two to three times a week. And one day I was in there, picked up a brochure, and was reading it and I started talking about like homeless youth and uh, I was very intrigued and so talking to one of the baristas at the time they like really opened my eyes to what the Coffee Oasis mission is and that night I went home hopped onto the website I don't know I spent probably like two to three hours <laughs> researching <laughs> Coffee Oasis and how the heck they were doing what they were doing uh, but yeah, no, I fell in love with their business model and um, the mission like really resonated with me because my childhood, uh, there was a, I've experienced uh, my fair share of trauma growing up and I know um, firsthand like how much it means to have people in your life that like genuinely care about you and want to help you be successful. Um, so I fell in love with that part of the organization. I wanted to be able to do something that made a difference. So once I realized all of this, I was like, I want to pursue employment here. Um, but fast forward well, these last four years, I have been able to like combine this <laughs> this passion for coffee that I have because uh, other fun fact I worked for Starbucks <laughs> um, throughout high school and part of college 
So I've always had a love for coffee and caffeine. So I get to combine my passion for coffee, my passion for business. Um, I would say that I have like a natural leadership ability. Uh, I'm pretty confident and headstrong. Um, but like most importantly, my desire to make a difference in the lives of our youth. And um, our youth just want to feel like they belong somewhere and that they are loved and that they are cared for. So uh, that on top of the fact that uh, Coffee Wishes is a faith-based organization. Um, so not only do I get to combine all those things, but I also get to bring my faith into it as well. Um, and the best part about Coffee Oasis is it does not claim to be anything that it is not. So when we say faith-based organization, what we truly mean is that we aim to love people like Jesus loved people. And that is uh, without any kind of discrimination. He loved them for who they are, regardless of they, their sex or what they believe in or the color of their skin. Like it is, it is absolutely amazing to work for an organization that truly loves every single person that walks into our door and never, never expects them to change who they are or and we definitely don't ever force any of our personal beliefs onto our youth or onto anyone else that walks through these doors. So, um, but yeah, that's a little bit of my backstory. And I'm super grateful that I get to love our youth and our customers and our staff in that way. Yes, just <laughs> love it. I, I'm going to keep saying it. I love it. Um, <laughs> Michelle, what about you? Like, what what brought you here? I mean, aside the second time, we already heard Giselle brought you here. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I not did. the first time. Yeah, the not the first time. time. Um, and, Dang and, it. And then, I just want to take all the credit. <laughs> and, then, and then with that, too, like, what continues to drive you to stay here and do the work that you do? Um, well, if you want to hear how I first... Um, came here. I mean, like Giselle shared, uh, we share a cancer diagnosis, not the same cancer diagnosis, but we both went through that experience. Um, so, uh, basically I always wanted to be a barista growing up. I always thought that would be a cool job to have. <laughs> I love coffee. Um, but also, um, I was bullied a lot as a kid, especially in like junior high and high school. Um, and Coffee Oasis is basically a combination of coffee and caring for youth, which was really amazing. Um, and after I was diagnosed with cancer and going into remission, um, I basically had kind of an awakening of, I, I used to be a very fearful person and, uh, I basically had this awakening of, I don't want to not do something because I'm afraid of it. And I already knew quite a lot of people at the Coffee Oasis. And I was like, well, I guess this is my time to start my barista dream. <laughs> um, and so I was given the opportunity to start working at Coffee Oasis, which I started at the Burwell location. Um, and I mean, I was fresh out of chemo. I didn't even have my hair back. <laughs> and uh, I could only stand for like an hour at a time. 
um, and Coffee Oasis worked with me on that um, and just encouraged me to grow despite all the things that I was going through in that time. Um, and basically, Coffee Oasis has just been repeated stories of encouraging me to grow, um, even when I'm going through very difficult things. Um, and as I mentioned earlier in this, I didn't think I'd be able to be a manager or a leader of any kind. And basically, it was another... <laughs> Giselle brought me back. <laughs> we'll just mention that again. Um, <laughs> and I just... I didn't feel like I was thrown into the fire alone. I was thrown into the fire, but I wasn't alone. <laughs> and <laughs> I have just felt very supported in this organization. Um, and it's something that just we do for our youth, we do for the rest of our staff, and um, I just love being a part of it. I, I love that your stories translate directly to, to issues and stuff that our youth deal with, you know, being challenged to grow, being challenged to learn new things, being challenged to go past the um, ability that they think they have. Um, but in the end, you know, it, in, in the end, it's about loving our students and our youth, and it's, it's about loving our staff and um, being there for one another. And, and, and both of your stories prove and, and really show how, the coffee oasis does that and and in a lot of ways you know i, I mentioned in the, the first episode of the series how it, my opinion it really does feel like a family um and and it kind of translates even to i mean the fredericks and, and how it started there and, and i don't want to hold you know them up above anything but it really does show that, that the coffee oasis has a family vibe to it mm -hmm. yes i use the word vibe <laughs> <laughs> no one's judging Cody you're mm -hmm. fine uh, but yeah no the Fredericks are phenomenal people and they are an example of um, people who are just committed to loving everyone like Jesus loves everyone uh, I <laughs> if you've ever if you know the Fredericks or if you've ever been to their household um, you also know that uh, dinner time is a very special time and uh, when you sit down at the table, you wait until everyone puts food on their plate and mm -hmm. everyone's done serving themselves before you start eating. Um, and that, that in itself is just like, they instill this um, desire for uh, to be part of something and to be part of a family that like cares for each other and that in a way like is in it together so they wait to eat until everyone serves themselves until like you know we're done praying and then we get to eat together and share that time together and it's not something that is like okay time for dinner like let's speed through dinner and get move on to the next thing um but the fredericks are a huge part of the reason uh why um a lot of us a lot of the staff uh, are continue to be so passionate about what we're doing, um, but I one last thing I wanted to tack on to Michelle's oh, no. little <laughs> story here is the fact that when I got hired, Michelle was already working here. So mm -hmm. um, she mentioned that she took a little break um, to pursue something else for a while, 
But when I first got hired, uh, they had sent me the schedule and I was like Facebook searching the people that I was going to work with because if anyone, like people who know me know that I like to research all the things and know all the things before I walk into any situation. So uh, I looked up Michelle and I saw this like girl that looked way too cool to ever like be friends with me. And I thought that her, like she had shaved her head on purpose, like because she was just so edgy with her like shaved hair and her tattoos and her gauges at the time. And I was like, yeah, this girl is not, we're too cool for me. Okay. So uh, upon meeting Michelle, I still had no idea that she had even like gone through cancer or any of that. I just thought that she was just this really cool girl. And one day um, I was doing my first delivery and I was doing it with uh, one of my coworkers at the time, Anna, who is now our Kingston cafe manager, by the way. Shout out to Anna. Um, <laughs> and uh, Anna and I were on this delivery and she uh, were talking about the fact that she also had cancer. So her and I were talking about our cancer treatment. And then she mentions to me that Michelle had cancer. And all of a sudden, it kind of dawned on me that the three of us all went through cancer. We're all in remission. And we were all working in the same location. And I had never worked with another cancer survivor before. So that brought a whole new dynamic to things. Uh, but once I found that out about Michelle, like... It suddenly wasn't as cool anymore. Okay. <laughs> that, she just, okay. She just became a thousand times cooler. And also, it definitely, um, like, was a reason why we, like, instantly connected and why our friendship has, like, lasted throughout all of these years. So, <laughs> Michelle is a freaking amazing individual, and she has always had that, like, leadership ability and I've always seen that and she tells everyone that like I'm the reason that she came back and whatnot but truly she always had it she's always been passionate about Coffee Oasis she's always wanted to come back and inherently known that she was going to end up back here it just took you know me um, being a little bit annoying and irritating aggressive. and aggressive uh, <laughs> to to make it happen a little bit but I don't regret that and so I mean yeah. neither do I I'm glad. I, I would hope not. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to throw a random question at you that you do not know. Um, and it's a really easy one, I promise. Um, if somebody were to come up to you mm-hmm. at any of the cafes and say, I want something to drink, what should I get here? What would you tell them? Oh, boy. What kind of mood are we in? <laughs> that is, this is the question. This is a broad question for a reason. Okay, well, my favorite drink myself is a soy vanilla latte. It's just my go-to, but also I always recommend the Mountaineer because it's a honey cinnamon latte, and, like, classic. who doesn't like that? Yeah, I mean, classic. Honestly. True. Uh, I bounce around quite a bit. Uh, I will say, like, our drip coffee is always good. Um, True. Oh, always. 100%. Always good. Uh, my favorite right now is the Ethiopian, but I've also mm. really appreciated our Nicaraguan at one point and our Sumatran at one point. Mm-hmm. You really can't go wrong with our drip coffee, um, but if I'm not in a drip coffee mood, I will get a um, an iced uh, white chocolate mocha, but with like 
half the sweetness and then ristretto shots. And for people who don't know what ristretto shots are, uh, it just means like usually we typically pull shots around like 21 to 25 seconds and ristretto shots are pulled um, around like the 15 to 19 mark. So they're pulled a little bit early because it um, the shots are sweeter that way. There's not that like coffee, like little hit of not bitterness, but like that little twinge of like extra flavor that the shot will have if it is poured normally. Okay. If that okay. makes sense. But yeah, that is my second go-to. Um, but there's also Red Bull because I'm an energy drink fiend and we do carry Red Bull. So yeah, and you generally yeah. carry an energy drink around with you pretty much at all times. I do. Mm-hmm. I really um, do. Um, Which I can't judge because I no judgments because I no. drink mass amounts of espresso whenever I'm here. So true. Um, <laughs> in fact, I had ten shots of espresso today. So that's okay. Fine. Okay, that's maybe a little bit unhealthy. <laughs> yeah, maybe, but <laughs> no, I mean no judging. You know. Um. So last thing, uh, any final thoughts uh, that you want to share with our listeners, um, before we sign off for this episode? I mean, okay. Um, we, we're just genuinely like very thankful for all of the support that the community continues to give us, um, and all of the like purchases that people make and all the donations that they, that they give, uh, whether it's within a cafe or just donations that they give through our like monthly donation programs or, um, just sending, (laughs) sending checks to our administrative building or dropping things off, uh, to our like shelters or our centers. Um, honestly, we, Coffee Oasis would not be where it is at without the support of the community. Uh, also if anyone has any questions or wants to talk about anything, um, more extensively, like our cafes, our baristas Mm -hmm. love to talk about coffee oasis they love to talk about our programs they love to talk about our coffee so um feel free to just walk into any of our locations and strike up a conversation uh also my email is on the website so if there is something (laughs) if there are flood her email or not uh (laughs) (laughs) but honestly i welcome like any questions or any conversation uh i like, I'm so passionate about what it is that we do. Um, I know that everyone here is also so passionate. So please feel free to reach out if if you have any questions. But, yeah, that's what I mm-hmm. would want to leave this at. I second everything Giselle says. Awesome. Ooh. Awesome. Well, everybody, <laughs> um, thank you for listening. Uh, Giselle, Michelle, thank you um, for sitting down and, and talking about your stories and um, the different things you've experienced and uh, just the business side and, and the coffee side of the Coffee Oasis. Um, it's amazing to see people like you so passionate about serving coffee and, and interacting with youth and, and loving people where they're at. Um, also, for listeners, if you go to Naval and you get a chance to talk to Michelle, she's wonderful. If you go to any of the cafes and you see Giselle, and you get a chance to talk to her, she's wonderful. Um, I recommend you have conversations with them and and maybe even ask them more um, about their experiences uh, because their stories are wonderful and they're wonderful people. So thank you for joining. This has been wonderful. Um, I've said wonderful a lot. (laughs) 
That's okay. There's really no other word to describe how amazing this is. I was going to say amazing would be another word. Yeah. Um, that's my word, though, but you can't, you know? It's my podcast. <laughs> I can do what I want. I'm just pretty, kidding. I'm pretty okay. Just kidding. <laughs> Not my podcast. I just hosted. It's, it's our podcast, yep. Cody. It's everyone's podcast. Yes, I just I, I host it and I love it. So. I won't. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> well, that being said, again, listeners, thank you so much for joining us. I apologize for the goofiness, but not really. Signing off. Roger. Signing off now. Alright everybody, thank you so much for tuning in this week to Street Lives podcast presented by the Coffee Oasis. Uh, If you have not had a chance to listen to the first two parts of our past, present, and future series, I really recommend you go and listen to those those episodes and listen uh, about our beginnings and uh, where we where we started from, but also listen to um, about the the different work that we do for our youth um, in, in Kitsap in Pierce County. Uh, that being said, wherever you are listening to this podcast, please make sure that you like, comment, and subscribe and rate um, through all of these things. Um, you guys are amazing thank you for sticking through this series and please keep a lookout for the next episode to come out uh up next we've got a three part series um about one of the youth that we have served in his story so please like i said continue to follow us along um until next time have a great day